0: Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Billboard.com Pop Shop Podcast. My name is Keith Caulfield, and I am the co director of charts at Billboard. Joining me, as always, is Billboard.com Senior Editor Katie Atkinson. Hello, Katie. Hi, Keith. How
1: are you? Doing well, because it's time to talk all about the new music of the week. Oh, yeah.
0: (laughs) Um, We're going to be hearing all about new music from Joe Lynch and the squad in just a few minutes, because the Billboard Pop Shop Podcast is your one-stop shop for all things pop on Billboard's weekly charts. In addition... In addition, folks, you can always count on a lively discussion about the latest pop news, fun chart stats and stories, new music, and guest interviews with music stars and folks from the world of pop.
1: Today on the show, we've got must-hear music with Billboard.com senior editor Joe Lynch. Joe and the team will be chatting about new tunes from Feist who I love, and more. So stay tuned for that in just a moment.
0: But first, before we get started, if you enjoy the podcast, subscribe to the show on iTunes so you won't miss an episode and give us a rating or review while you're at it. If you have any questions for us, feel free to tweet us at Keith underscore Caulfield or KT Atkinson. And if you want to explore more podcasts from Billboard, visit iTunes.com slash Billboard Podcasts.
1: Before we get into the new Feist music, I just have to say a few classic favorites. I know she's most well known for one, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. Which that's was the ones, featured in the Apple commercial. That's like the big song I know. Yes, but um, my absolute favorite is called Mushaboom, and it's this adorable song about like her looking at her little white picket fence future that she dreams of for herself. And then they do. She does an amazing cover of the Bee Gees' Inside and Out, and that cover actually introduced me to the song Inside and Out which I then went backward and discovered by the Bee Gees. Love You Inside and Out. Love that song so much. And her cover is amazing. Love you inside and out. Meanwhile, on, on yeah. you know, new music podcast, I'm talking about old music. So, Keith, is there any new tunes you've been listening to lately? I didn't realize
0: you were such a Feist fan. Yeah. Feist fan. Hashtag Feist fan. <laughs> um, I'm still loving Shawn Mendes's There's Nothing Holding Me Back. Oh, yeah. Because it has, like, this great groove, and it's kind of, like, kind of up-tempo for him I mean he's done sort of up-tempo-y things before but this one I'm like I want dance mixes
1: oh dance remix Sean Mendes Wouldn't that be
0: cool I don't know I think it'd be kind of cool
1: get him on the dance club songs chart oh let's make it happen
0: Sean, if you're listening let's make that happen <laughs> anyway well uh Katie
1: I guess it's time for must hear music <laughs>
2: Hello, and welcome to the Must Hear Music podcast. My name is Joe Lynch. I'm sitting here with Jason Lipschitz. What's up, man? Lindsay Havens. How are you? And uh, so this is what we got coming up today. We've got uh, DJ Khaled featuring the everyone, world. yeah. Featuring everyone. <laughs> uh, a new song from him called I'm the One. Katy Perry featuring Migos. Songs is called Bon Appetit. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about Feist's new album, Pleasure. New song from... Academy Award nominee Haley Steinfeld, yeah, Heim's uh, return after four years of not having an album out, and then a new song from Foster the People. Oh. But let's uh, let's start off with uh, Jason's pick. So DJ Khaled' new song "I'm the One" features Justin Bieber, Quavo, Chance the Rapper, Lil Wayne. Wow, so four people, but still, I mean, that's pretty like star-studded. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great
4: song. I mean, this is what DJ Khaled does every, like, three years. He just has, like, one really awesome one of these uh, just, like, four-person mashups. And what's great is the last one he did, it was called I'm On One uh, with uh, Drake and Ross and and Lil Wayne. And, uh, yeah, this one is is really fun. I think that it kind of falls apart without Bieber's hook, but the hook Mm -hmm. is so good. Um, it kind of makes up for some of the awkward rhymes, uh, later. I mean, I think, I think Chance and Quavo are fine. I think Lil Wayne is kind of like subpar on this one, but, uh, yeah. That's a. Uh, it's a. It's like this is definitely like a summer song contender. Yeah,
2: yeah. I, I was gonna say the same thing. We've done too. those literal words. <laughs> wow,
3: look at us! I wrote summer vibes, so it was Ooh, a little different. Oh, summer
4: vibes. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Yeah, no, I. Uh, it's what's funny is that I've seen a lot of like split reactions on this song, and I, I don't really have like a, a a super polarized opinion of I love it or I hate it. I just think it's a really enjoyable breezy, some would say, Listen, (laughs) Uh, but yeah, I see people saying online that they love it and some people saying they hate it. What do you, what do you guys think?
2: What do you think, Ms.
4: Havens?
3: Well, this just got official. Um, I, I would say I love it. I'm not like strongly passionate about it, but I'm more than just a like, Um, just, it is, it's so catchy. It is easy to listen to, fits into the season and the people on it are so incredible that, I mean, that alone makes me love it the most interesting like chance to me if you watch the video it's like a different side of chance the rapper i feel like he's just letting loose and he's usually like always singing about a strong message and his faith and this is just like a total 180 from that so i thought that was fun to see
2: yeah what do you think joe I really liked it. I liked it more than I thought because um, I feel like DJ Khaled stuff is hit or miss. Even like when he sometimes he'll have heavy hitters and it'll just yeah. feel like a total waste. Yeah. Um, this, like you said, like the Bieber vocal hook is fantastic. Like his voice sounds great. It really pulls it together. And it's definitely like I mean, uh, sorry to cut you off, but I feel like this Excuse is me.
4: I like this hook more than. Bieber's last two huge hooks, which were "Let Me Love You" DJ Snake and "Cold Water" with Major Lazer. Yeah, I, I like see this. That. This one seems more effortless and less like dramatic. Mm-hmm. Like that's what killed me with "Let Me Love You." It just seems it like very all right, like override. calm down, Bieber. <laughs> yeah, "Let Me Love You."
2: Calm down. I yeah, would this say seems fun. in the kind of arguably negative category, I feel like the music, kind of like the lighthearted. Um, synths are pretty close to Ken Jones. Don't mind. Like, there's a yeah. few moments where I feel like it starts just playing, same. and you yeah. like just switch a couple notes, and then suddenly that song is happening. Yeah. <laughs> um, and and although I think it sounds good, like I feel like like we're gonna get to a saturation point with um, this this trend that started because of basically Bieber and Diplo and Skrillex as of using a modulated vocal in the background as like additional instrumentation. Which, yeah. when it happened, was a, a incredibly, like, a fresh novel thing. Now we just keep hearing it over and over. And I, it hasn't gotten to a point where it's, like, please stop. But it's, like, I think I'm we're, already we're nearing there. there. Yeah, like, we're sure. getting pretty close. Like, in this case, though, I think it's fine. Yeah. Like, if this became a song of the summer and I heard this on repeat, um, you know, at parties and from cars and in stores, like, I would be fine with that. Yeah, I agree. All right. Well, let's listen to it. So it's DJ Khaled uh, featuring... Just everyone, everyone. Uh, And it's called I'm the One She the one that bring them raindrops
3: We go back remember crisscrossing and hopscotch You don't wanna hold me down when the block's high I make your dreams come true when you wake up And your looks just the same without no makeup Had to pull up on your mama, see what you made of Ain't gotta worry about them comers cause my cake up
2: uh, so yeah, that was new DJ Khaled side note, uh, with the, the name, I'm the one there's a, a RuPaul song called Ready you wrote you where RuPaul saying I'm the one is the hook. And whenever I see that, I'm like, Oh, that's what this song is going to oh, be. Wow. Yeah.
3: Everyone must think that too.
2: I think a lot of, yeah, I think a lot of other <laughs> DJ Khaled were. definitely had that in mind. I think he's, yeah, he's <laughs> definitely ripping off RuPaul for sure. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's, okay. Let's talk about, um, another thing featuring Quavo. Uh, new Katy Perry featuring Migos, uh, "Bon Appetit." So yeah. this is the second single from Katy Perry's upcoming album. We still don't know the name, right? Don't know the name. So we had "Change of the Rhythm," which I loved actually, but you know, kind of seemed to stall a little bit. Hit number four in the charts, yep. but like has sort of like just been slipping since then. Yep. Pretty mixed reviews. Uh, so this is like a kind of a chilly electro trap song. With just a ton of like food sex puns that are definitely to be perfectly honest, I mean, there's the world did not need more food sex puns. Disagree. Um, and I think some of these fall into the the dumb category. I mean, some of them wow. are like good. Some, but you know, like spread like a buffet. I would give you know maybe a B minus. I think a lot of these kind of you know like cherry pie though as a food sex pun is just, like, at this point, like, we've heard it so many times. It's true. Um, but but anyways, that's that's just parsing the puns. Overall, th- this song, I would say, hasn't gotten great reviews. I think it's g- good. Like, I like it, but I don't like that it's a single. Like, if this was an album track, I would be like, okay. It's kind of like, to me, like Peacock on Teenage Dream. I was like, you know what? Not an incredible song, but a fun album track. That's what this feels like to me. The, yeah. the second single confuses me, but I'm I'm down with the song.
3: I agree with that. I guess I I really don't like this song, but maybe I would like it more if there wasn't so much attention being put on it as her second single, mm-hmm. especially following up like we talked about in our music meeting last Friday, like the political awareness almost of her first single, and then to have this come after.
2: Yeah, it's less woke.
3: Uh, yeah, <laughs> to say the <laughs> least.
4: <laughs> yeah, I mean, as yeah, as we talked about and Joe, you you missed us discussing. Bon Appétit last Friday, but yeah, I mean it's it's kind of interesting. Right after um, Lady Gaga kind of did like a hard left turn away from the Joanne era, after it came out with her new song The Cure, uh, Bon Appetit is almost a hard left turn before the album came out for mm-hmm. Katy Perry. Like it seemed like Chain to the Rhythm was setting up this whole like not so subtly political album, and this is kind of like, well, that wasn't the most successful. <laughs> but at the same, I, I mean, at the same time. As as I said, like last week, Chain to the Rhythm actually was a pretty big hit. It just wasn't big for Katy Perry. Like she's used to right. number ones and this was like a top twenty hit and not a number one hit. So it it's kinda surprising to me that she's already doing like a a turn away from that thematic element. Uh but I don't know. Yeah, I kinda I definitely agree with you. That's a really good point in terms of You'd feel a lot better about this song if it was just a, like a wacky album track like Peacock. Because that – yeah, that's that's the thing. Her albums almost all have these kind of silly, dumb songs that are just like, yeah, this is great, but you wouldn't want to hear on the radio a million times. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. think this is going to be a big hit. It's very – it's it's just like – it's constructed very oddly with like – um, it, it really like – revs up like two and a half minutes into it which is super strange and then like i think the migos part is is cool um but yeah, yeah they, they sound just... good
2: they all get a verse a small verse but... yeah
4: um yeah i'm i'm left a little bit cold as well i really like Chain to the rhythm too i kind of wish i was thinking about it i kind of wish migos had been on Chain to the rhythm and like had had a great um like, just trio. skip off
3: of that, yeah. And then mm. Skip
4: Marley is like, ah, you know what? Put him on Bon Appetit, go, oh, go yeah, for I it. I think... don't think that would really work. Bob Marley's Makes... grandson doing a bunch of food sex puns, <laughs> yeah. just
2: not, not gonna work. The
4: legacy, uh, yeah, no, I, I don't think that would work either, but um, yeah, that's that's how I feel.
2: All right, well, let's uh, let's listen to it. So it's Kay Perry and Migos, uh, Bon Appetit. Katie putting the bone in bone appetite oh gosh. i know not sorry and it's <laughs> okay if you take your time eat with your hands fine
4: i'm on the menu. cuz it's all that you want boy
1: of that you can have boy do me be like a buffet bona bona pretty
2: all right that was a new katie perry uh, let us talk about Haim. So, new song right now. This is uh, your pick, Linz. So, yep. what do you think about this? Are you a big Haim fan? Did you love Days Are Gone?
3: Yeah, love, not, like, I'm not the biggest Haim fan, but I really I really do like them, and I'm really excited for new music from them. Um, it's been a long time, and I, I sort of think this song disappointed some, but it, to me, almost fits their vibe of, like, we're not rushing anything, we took our time with the album, this this new song um, sort of fits that just in terms of, like, tempo. And there's a lot pr- going on production-wise, but the lyrics are so bleak. They're mm-hmm. basically repeating, like, the same four words. <laughs> but I think that makes it more powerful, almost. Um, what would you guys think of it?
2: I I loved Days Are Gone. Mm-hmm. I was so, I just, so good. I just love them so much. And they're so good live. Um, yeah, I mean, I think like it is a little weird that this is like the first I guess I don't even know if it's a single I don't think so but like yeah. for this to be the first song after a 4 year hiatus between a debut and the next album like is a little surprising but like I do like it a lot I mean uh Danielle's voice is just like I it's just like, there it really is unique there's like it's pretty peerless like mm-hmm. there's just a lot of like the depth and like hurt in it but also warmth it's just like a really unique voice Um, And I like the slow build to it. I mean, I don't know if you've seen their live show, but it's pretty percussion heavy, especially towards the end. Um, And I like the kind of unique percussion in this. Uh, You know, there's a point I think towards the end where it's just like drumsticks uh, keeping up the rhythm. I love
3: that part. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's I think it's I really do like it. But but yeah, like I said, it's kind of an an interesting, you know, it's not like a like gangbusters like here's our really catchy pop song we're back sort of song
4: yeah i think it it seems like a coming attraction for the album Mm -hmm. um and in in that sense like it's 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 interesting how we we kind of uh collectively think differently about certain songs on this must hear music podcast based on their um you know the circumstances in which they're Mm -hmm. released in the same way that we weren't thrilled with bon appetit being the second single from Katy Perry's next album. Like, this, to me, as, like, a teaser track, kind of, mm-hmm. uh, makes a lot of sense. And it, it, it's it's nice to hear them again, and it, it's nice to, like, see that they are finally coming back, and they their sound has evolved slightly, but still has kind of the basic, most lovable components in place.
2: Yeah, and I mean, I think, like you said, a teaser. I mean, it's not on Spotify. Like, this is... It's basically just, there's a, a YouTube video, which is yeah. clearly... Not intended as like a, here's a finished song. It's like it starts out with some studio chatter and ends with more studio chatter. So it definitely is kind of like a, a taste. Yeah. Um, and I mean, it's, it's about time basically, you know, I feel like we're, they talked about having the album come out last year at one point point. Yeah. and obviously that didn't happen.
4: Yeah. They canceled their European tour last year
2: uh, right. to finish it. So I'm, I really hope it comes out this summer because I feel like it's just, well, it been is, such yeah, it's such a good. It's coming out,
4: I think July 7th. Oh, there is a yeah, release yeah, there is And, and release they're
2: release doing it. a couple festivals well, now
3: too. <laughs> excuse me. Wow.
2: <laughs> um, I'm, I'm very excited though
4: must know music please. must know release
2: dates <laughs> um which i don't i guess um all right well let's let's listen to it right now it's the new hymns song
1: and now you're saying that you need me baby and now you're saying that you need me baby oh and now you're saying that you love
2: Alright, that was Newheim. Uh let us talk about what else do we got? Uh let's talk about Haley Steinfeld. So new song Most Girls. This yeah. is your big Jason. Hell yeah. So you got uh <laughs> I know <No> we... surprises there. <laughs> so, so Haley.
4: Yeah, I'm a huge Haley Steinfeld fan. Like uh um I thought her EP, which she came out, which she released in 2015, was like one of the best EPs. Definitely my favorite EP of that year, and like one of the best releases of that year. Those four songs, I thought it was awesome. Um, I didn't love "Starving," which was her biggest hit uh, mm-hmm. when she put it out last year. It, it was a fun song, but it was just like it was, I don't know. This this is more of the vibe of her her first EP, and I really like it. It's it's like a very it's obviously like positioned as like an empowering pop single um mm-hmm. i think it goes a little heavy-handed on that in terms of like the yes you are worth it and and kind of sloganeering mm-hmm. um just in terms of the lyrics i, I think that it it kind of it takes a, a song like alessia cara's scars to your beautiful and, and maximizes yeah. that <laughs> I th- um, think
2: the Alessia Cara influence on this is is strong, yes, definitely, a hundred percent lyrically at least. Yeah, yeah.
4: Um, but it, just in terms of a song, like I, it's it's a, a really fun song to listen to, and in, in terms of just like the production's very light and and refreshing and and sunny, and yeah, she sounds great on it. So go Haley, that's what I got.
3: It just reminds me so much of "I Love Myself" because of like the empowering yeah. female. You go girl message, yes. Um, so I feel like she's sort of like carrying this track off of that, yep. But it was good.
2: <laughs> <laughs> would you listen to it in your spare time?
3: Um, I did today <laughs> so that I could <laughs> well, discuss I that that it really here, counts. yeah. That definitely I, pro- not, I probably wouldn't, okay. But That's like fair. if I heard it on out, I, w- I mm. would get into it for a little bit,
2: okay. Ring what do you the um, I have to say kind of what I was talking about with the, the DJ Khaled song, actually. um, This is another one where... Another
3: one! <laughs> it's,
2: again, it has some of that, um, the modulated vocal thing, yeah, which totally. is, like, fine. But it also is just, like, another, like, hopping on the trop-pop train song. Yeah. And, like, that I'm definitely, like, done with. For sure. But, like you said, it is. It's lighthearted. It's fun. I actually... I mean, what we what you said about Alessia Carr I think, is extremely true. But I, one thing I did like about the lyrics is that, like, how open-minded and open-ended it is. Like yeah. Although it's, you, you know, you're right, there's some sloganeering to it. But it also, like, goes an extra level to be, like, sometimes you feel great in your skin and sometimes you don't. And that's fine, too. Like, it's very, like, yeah. it's great when you feel this way. But if you don't feel that way, that's sure. also a good thing, too. <laughs> which I know it sounds like, but I think I appreciate that. Because, like, sometimes yeah. you can go too much, you know, one way of, like praising one thing and then there's an implied like oh well then you must be implicitly criticizing the opposite and this yeah. like, literally goes the extra mile to be like either way it's, it's very, cool it's, it's a very, ch-
4: very chill sitch song it's mm-hmm. like very like
2: oh whatever you want to do dope awesome
4: great yep yeah. um, <laughs> I mean and it's easy to be <laughs> cynical about this stuff in, in terms of like oh, another another like body positive pop song but like yeah it's 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 cool i mean like, that stuff's important and and you know like this is obviously more about that love myself was like pretended to be about that but it was like about having sex with yourself so mm-hmm. uh, you know it's it's it I yeah mean, i don't think
2: this song is about masturbation i don't
4: think so, yeah, so either. either but uh you know she's doing her thing and and mm-hmm. helping out helping out people.
1: One way or another, what it's all about. <laughs>
2: um. All right. Well, let's and, and also, I mean, we should. You know, like she's also killing it in terms of her acting career. Uh, I mean, like, have you guys seen
4: Edge of Seventeen? I did. see so, have You haven't seen it's, it? sitting I my house it. Actually, she's incredible. Yeah, she was great. Yeah. Yeah, I'm really. excited. I haven't seen. I actually have not seen True Grit. Um, it's good. Me neither. Yeah, she's I really great. want to see it. Yeah. Uh,
2: but yeah, Oscar nom, mm-hmm. Haley yeah. Steinfeld Alright, well let's listen to it Haley Steinfeld, Most Girls
1: Some days you feel so good in your own skin
2: But it's okay if you want to change the body that you gain All right, that was New Haley. Uh, next up, let's talk about uh, this is one of my picks. Feist, the song is "Pleasure" from her new album, which is called "Pleasure." Oh uh, yeah, it's uh, so I think first Feist album in. Oh, I'm gonna get this wrong. Maybe what four six years? It's been a minute. I what was her last
4: one think, called again? Oh, uh, Metals. Yeah, that medals. was 2011
2: or 2012. So it's been it's other. been a minute since yeah. we've had new Feist. I really love this album. Uh, She's kind of going for... Uh, so most people know Feist, obviously, through 1, 2, 3, 4, yep. which is a very, like, sing-song kind yeah. of twee-pop, folk-pop song. Um, this is, like, a, a comparatively, like, stark, less warm, like, bare-bones um, kind of, you know, folk singer songwriter thing. But the thing I love about her is that she has such a... I mean, she has an incredible voice, but also a real strong gift for melody and craft. So even when mm-hmm. she's doing this, like... Pretty bare bones approach to music, Um, you know, like the the strength of the song and like an easily recognizable melody kind of carries everything through. And the the whole album is musically diverse-ish. Like some of the stuff, uh, you know, definitely falls into the more single. You know, there are a few songs that literally end in singalongs. So it's like, uh, you know, it's it's not all like you know sparse Bruce Springsteen Nebraska territory. But it, it definitely is a little more brittle than what we're used to hearing from her. But I, I love it. I'm really... And this song in particular, I think, is is fantastic. But what did you guys think?
4: I want to tell a quick story about Feist. Um, So, as you guys know, I go with my dad to Pitchfork Fest every year. Mm. The first year he came was 2012. The first night he he came, with Feist headlined. And uh, at the end of it, he was really pissed. And I said, why are you so pissed? And he... And he said she didn't play one two three four, Ooh. and you got to play the crowd pleaser. You got to play the song <laughs> everybody wants to hear. You can rail against it, but got to play the song. So I say I mentioned this because I feel like with her last two albums, Feist has completely spent them railing against the success yeah. of one two three mm-hmm. four, and it's very it's it's it it makes a lot of sense that she it, maybe she has played that song in other sets. I've seen her a couple times since then. Yeah. But I mean, she played that song at the Grammys, and it, you know, it, it's become her commercial legacy at least.
2: I, I think mean, it's her only charting song on the Hot One Hundred. Yeah,
4: yeah, and it was a big hit because of that. That Apple commercial. It was. Yeah, but I do. I kind of agree that I think that she's so brilliant as a songwriter, and her voice is so compelling, and yet. I wish you would veer at least a little bit more into that accessibility because even without like something like a one two three four, I mean, if you think about um, the reminder that the album that had that song uh, as well as the one before it, "Let It Die," like those songs are 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 so beautiful and and like just just so like powerful as well because you know it's still that 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 voice developing and, and poking around different things. And, you know, she covered a, a BG song on, ah, on, Let it so die. good. So good. Yeah. That, yeah. And like, yeah. she has a song like sea lion woman on, on the reminder. That's, mm-hmm. that's very like kind of chanty and, and gospel flavored. And, and I, I feel like her last two albums have gone a little bit too in the gray for me. I think that this mm-hmm. one is, it, it's, a, it's, you know, these songs are, are well crafted,
2: but I, I do think that I'm, um, I'm I'm missing that, that feist a little bit. Wow. So two generation generations of lip shuts. advice. <laughs> <Furious laughs> yeah,
3: I mean I think my
2: dad would go thumbs down harder than me, but I you know, I,
4: I do hope that it's it to me it I I I want to hear some more some more fun. I want to hear sure. some more liveliness in these songs. Um but you know, I, I still I still have listened to this album a couple times and enjoyed it, but I just like it's almost like leaving something on the table.
3: I guess
2: I don't know. I like depressing singer songwriter <laughs> folk music. I think that's I think that's a great route. I, I feel think, you. Yeah. What What do you think, Lindsay?
3: It's funny revisiting th- that song just because she has moved so far away from it. I almost forget that that was even her song at this mm-hmm. point. Like you listen to this album all the way through, and you would never guess. Yeah, it's so different. But as a whole, I really do like this album. It's pretty bluesy, almost mm-hmm. like bluesy rock, which and I really that's, enjoyed. That's your thing. Totally. Um, but I think over Pleasure, I like the song Sentry. I think that's probably my favorite off the album. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I enjoy it a lot. I'm happy that she has new music out.
2: Me too. I know. It's been a while. And yeah. it's, a, it's a generous, I think, 53-minute album. Uh, I'm I'm totally there for it. But yeah. I, I hear what you're saying, Jason. Although yeah. I do say counterpoint your dad. That, <laughs> no, take <laughs> well, it easy. Well, <laughs> I, I agree. Important to play the hits. You know, even if you get sick of them, I think an exception to the rule might be Pitchfork Festival. I feel like that's such an indie thing. Oh, come on! That Feist can be forgiven for leaving her Hot 100" hit off the uh, <laughs> off the set list. Yeah,
4: I guess. I mean, yeah, you should have seen my dad when Aww. we saw Modest Mouse and they didn't play "Float On." Ooh. oh boy, he was he was not he was not too happy.
2: Ugh. Sorry about that. <laughs> that's okay. Um, what can you do? All right. Well, uh, play the hits, I guess. Yeah, that's what you can do. <laughs> yeah, that's what you can do, people. <laughs> <laughs> right. So if you see Mr. Lipshutz in the crowd, be like, oh, shit. I guess we're going to have to play Float On, guys. <laughs> um, all right. So let's listen to it. Feist Pleasure.
0: Built by what we got built
4: for. As much as what we So the mister.
2: All right, that was New Feist. Uh, next and last, we've got Foster the People, song's called SHC. So this is your pick, Lindsay, and this is off of yes. what, like a new EP or something?
3: I believe they have a new, a third album coming out, but okay, it was interesting. They released three songs all at once. Mm-hmm. I believe only one of which is, they're like pushing out as a single, but, and this is not that, but this happens to be my favorite of the three that they put out. It's it's pretty weird just in terms of where it goes. Like, at the halfway mark, there's, like, some weird breakdown where the tempo slows and it sounds like he's singing through, like, a vocoder almost. Mm-hmm. I think that's how you say that.
2: Vocoder. I'm not sure, I have sure, a habit actually. of mispronouncing
3: words. Yeah. <laughs> um, But it's pretty unexpected from them, which is why I like it. And then it picks right back into the, like, high-energy, mm-hmm. up-tempo feel that people sort of know them for from Pumped Up Kicks. Mm-hmm. So I think it's fun.
2: That would be, not to just keep going on this, but that would be, I have to say, if Foster People did play a show and didn't play Pumped Up Kicks, Mr. what would Littles,
4: your dad would, do? He would storm oh, out. Oh my goodness, yeah. He would he would not know what to do with himself. He would just be, <laughs> be
3: flabbergasted yeah. beside
4: himself. <laughs> Who
3: even are these people? I, don't think,
4: I, I will say,
2: I don't think my dad has any opinion of Foster the People, <laughs> so
3: what
4: can you do?
2: Um... Sorry to d- derail with that. Yeah. Um I actually I you know I have to say I'm not like I don't dislike but I'm not a big fan of them. I kind of respect their songs, but it's just they usually don't like grab me enough that I keep coming back to them. Yeah. But I did like this a lot. The production was really cool. I liked kind of uh you know you mentioned like there's some like robotic chirping in the background, which yeah. is like kind of cool and different for them. Um and yeah, and I like it. yeah, towards the end it kind of really picks up. There's that like urgent guitar strumming kind of like, uh, you know, like the Smiths that they're, they're most right. uh, passionate or whatever. Um, I don't know. I liked it. I thought it, I liked it more than I thought I would. So Me
3: too. Me too. And Thanks I, I honestly pick. didn't pay attention to their sophomore album very much. Ouch. So this, but this says a lot because this got me back in. Um, mm-hmm.
2: You're back in the foster the people fold. Totally. You're a foster the person again.
3: Good job on that one.
2: <laughs> yeah. Maybe not. Well, I don't know. What do you think, Jason? Yeah, well, um, I don't really have too many hot
4: takes on this one. I will say the, first, the second foster of the People album, pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. Coming of Age, a, a pretty good single. But yeah, I mean,
3: we'll see what happens with this
2: one. All right. I mean, I, I wish them all the best. I really yeah.
3: do. I think it was interesting they released three it's songs kind. at once. I think, I don't yeah. know how many people have done that, especially after being gone for a couple JoJo. of years.
2: Jojo. Jojo. The jo- Tringle. The Tringle. Hashtag wow, The which, Tringle. What were
3: those ones again?
2: Uh, do you remember? V- Pure Love. Like, I, forget I forget all of okay. I, I
3: feel like and we were
2: kind of talking about this the other day. Tringle. You and me and Andrew it's just how like in the internet era, like you kind of just like keep releasing songs and it, it doesn't matter as much. There's less focus yeah. on like, this is the song. It's mm-hmm. just kind of, you can like release three at once. Yeah. You can release one every other week. Yep. Like things are a lot less relaxing. You can do relaxing. whatever you want. And if people like don't like something, there's less a sense of like, oh, this person sucks now. You're just kind of like, eh, I guess I'll wait till the next one comes, and yeah, maybe I'll like that exactly. one. Um, but, anyways, I do like it. So, uh, so nice. Thanks for suggesting. Lizzie. Yeah, of course. So, uh, Foster the People, SHC. Uh, let's listen to it. I All right, that was the new Foss of the People, and that is all we got for this week. Uh, so thanks, guys, for joining. Oh, of course. Do we have any... Te- Jason, I know you're into the teases now. Do we know what's nah, coming up this week? I don't think
4: so. I don't think so.
2: Um, but yeah, if you if people want to give us a, a rating
4: or review on iTunes, that would be cool. Uh, if they want to subscribe to the Pop Shop feed even or cooler. the Must Hear Music feed. Even cooler. Yeah, I agree. Um, and... Uh, Joe, you're a little bit under the weather these days, so I uh, think
2: that's the tease. Is that next feel time we'll <laughs> have a healthy sick. Joe? Yeah, yeah. Be healthy. <laughs> Yay! Thanks, Hopefully. thanks, Jason. All right, well, well thank you so much for listening, and uh, we'll see you around next time. See ya.